Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. Go to your app store and go ahead and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now and see what you can do. Take on Vegas, and then you're buying drinks later, okay? All right. <laughs> a lot to get to today. A lot of great headlines. Can't wait. I did have a little bit of drama this morning as I took my kids to school. It was so sad. But then it was also one of those moments as a parent. I'm like, mm, but whose fault really is it? So we have a lot of rain coming through the Denver metro area right now. And it's nice. It's really, you know, helping out the lawns and stuff. But so I'm dropping off the kids this morning and we go to get out of the car. And my son nicely says to my daughter, hey, be careful. There's a lot of rain out here and the gutter is full. It's like a river. And she just ignores it. And she gets out. And then I'm walking behind the car and I hear her scream and start crying. She's like, ah, oh my God, no, oh my God, no. And I'm like thinking, oh my God, what the hell happened? So I hustle over and then I see she had dropped her stuffed animal. Her She had a, brought a stuffy for some reason from home. She wanted to show her friends and it fell into the river of just disgusting rainwater. My son grabs it for her. And gives it to her, and it's just like soaking. It's just drenched. And and I go, oh, it's okay, it's fine. And she's just like, I don't want to go to school now. Like, well, you have to. <laughs> Not a good reason to call out. And then I'm sitting there going, okay, I can't, I can't bite my tongue anymore. Why did you bring that? Why did you bring that out? Your brother just told you there's a river out here. She's like, I wanted to show everyone. I'm like, I'll wash it. So I, I have it in the wash right now, and it should be good to go. But it was sad. I mean, it, like, totally broke her heart. But then it was also one of those moments where, as a parent, like, literally your brother was being nice and told you to be careful of the rain, and then you're just, like, willy-nilly with your freaking bunny rabbit. <laughs> like, come on, seriously. Typical kids never listen, never listen. And you're crying saying, my, my bunny rabbit's all wet. Classic. I've heard that a million times. A million times, my hell. I went to the chiropractor yesterday. I told you that yesterday uh, that it was my my first time ever going, and I was a little nervous. The, the appointment went well. Uh, my neck's a little sore from the adjustment, but it was good. Uh, apparently, I, I have a little bit of a screwed-up lower back, but it's something that he thinks that he can help with, um, you know, some some appointments, whatever. But what was funny, what I really took out of this was I'm sitting in the lobby waiting for my appointment, and there's roughly five people in the lobby counting the receptionists and patients, and one of the ladies sneezes at you. Literally, everybody says, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, okay? Everybody, except for me. I didn't say anything. It was like I got transported into a, a Seinfeld episode and literally four of the five people slowly kind of turn towards me and are just waiting for me to say something. And I am making eye contact with all of them as much as I can. And I'm, I didn't say anything. 
Didn't think I needed to. I'm pretty sure if your soul's going to escape or whatever it's supposed to be, why we say bless you, I'm pretty sure you're covered. You had, uh, what, it was four people because there was five people there. You're fine. <laughs> One of the ladies, maybe it was the lady that sneezed, she's, she had the look of disgust and pure judgment on her face. Like, you piece of shit. My soul could be ruined because of you. I understand it's more of a respect thing and being courtesy, a courtesy thing. Like if somebody sneezes, you say bless you or gazuntite or whatever you say. I I look at it as I, I shouldn't have to say anything. And especially when there's four people saying it, I don't think I need to chime in as well. I think you're good. It I don't know. It's like if somebody's having trouble with the door, do you think all four of us need to just go rush to the door and open it? No, fuck that. No. I just I just thought it was funny because <laughs> I'm like, what do you want me to do? I'm not saying bless you. It was almost like a, a quick moment of peer pressure that they're like looking at me like, if we stare at him long enough, he's going to say it. But I didn't. I held my ground. I stuck to my guns. I'm not going to say bless you. I bet next time I go back there, somebody's going to say something and be like, Hey, I sneezed. Anybody going to say, bless you, sir? <laughs> sir? Nope, not going to now. That being said, I do get irritated if I sneeze and nobody says anything. Be like, well, bless me. <laughs> like, like it matters. Like it really matters if nobody says, bless you to me. <laughs> like it's going to ruin my day. I'm fucked up. It is it is the courtesy thing and that the, let's be nice to one of an, uh, another thing. But ultimately, does it ruin your day? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. But sometimes I act like it does. So I, I'm, I am just as much to blame. I am those judgmental bitches that give dirty looks to people to be like, I sneezed. Is nobody going to respect me? nobody you guys are evil bastards and my soul is gonna go right to hell and be torn apart by demons i hope you're happy <laughs> anyway <laughs> on that note let's get into some headlines let's go let's go and now here are the headlines <laughs> Here is a beautiful way to get everyone in your family to hate your fucking guts. Are you ready? <laughs> Take some notes. It's good to, to write this one down. Apparently, a guy threw roughly $200,000 in cash out of a speeding car onto the interstate in Eugene, Oregon, or Oregon, to some of the locals anyway that was on wednesday night people are still searching the sides of the highway hoping to find more of the money although the police are saying that all the money's been accounted for oregon state police uh lieutenant jim andrew said anyone who stopped on the scene did a pretty good job of cleaning up cleaning it all up which means there's at least one dickhead that's just like shoving in his pockets and they hit and like this the police kept going Hey, sir, sir, you cannot keep that, sir. It's up my butt. Smells like bad decisions. Nobody wants it now. <laughs> Nobody wants it now. Anyway, uh, Andrew said that the money belonged to a 38-year-old named Colin Davis McCarthy and his family. 
Andrews said McCarthy drained the family's shared bank account in, in cash and let it fly along the freeway. Andrews said there is little that the police can do for the family because it was a shared account with McCarthy's name on it. He said because it's shared, they both have equal interests in the money. McCarthy is not facing any charges. Troopers considered charging him with disorderly conduct or reckless endangering, but ultimately chose not to do so. Troopers said McCarthy told them he did it because he was doing well and wanted to spread the wealth. <laughs> if you feel like you're doing that well, where you can pull out $200,000 and just shit it away on a highway and just spread it out because there's a good chance most of that's not going to be recovered. If you're doing that well, your bank account must have a lot of zeros in it. A lot. I mean, like hundreds of millions of dollars to, to justify that. Otherwise, you're an idiot. Don't be doing that shit. But that being said, if you want to donate money to me, uh, sir, <laughs> you can donate to the podcast, to Huff Uncensored. <laughs> I'm always willing to take donations. Please, God, please help me. Now, here's what's funny. Because the, the police officer said all the money's been accounted for, but then the family released a statement saying that they're asking if anybody finds any more of the cash to please let them know. So apparently it's not all been accounted for. How pissed off would you be if somebody that you had a shared account with just clears it out, one, it clears it out, and then just does whatever with it. Like, a lot, you hear about this, especially when my wife's watching fucking Dateline NBC. And they're like, uh, he cleared out all the money out of the bank account. Next thing you know, he was dead. But how? Turns out he was murdered. Okay. <laughs> I had to get that in there real quick because, what is his name, Keith something? Whatever. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you you hear about people draining accounts, but I've never really heard of somebody draining their their own account and then just tossing it out the window. I mean, seriously, if I'm on the side of the road and I see that somebody throws money out, I'm keeping that money. It, it, especially if I find out found out it's his money. It's not like stolen from a bank. If it's stolen from a bank, that's one of those things where I'm like, I, I don't, I just don't want that attached to me. I'll just turn it in because they can track that shit. But if it's his own shit, I mean, come on. Sometimes the universe kicks something back to you and says, hey, you deserve this. There you go. Would you keep the money? See, it sucks, though, too, because he there's probably something wrong with the dude. You can't just take out $200,000 and just basically throw it on the side of the road. If you want to tell people you're doing well and, and give back because you're doing well, give it to a charity. Go to a homeless shelter and talk to the people that are in charge and give them a donation, something like that. Don't just throw it on the side of the road because that doesn't help anybody. That sounds more like, sir, that you're being a dick to your family and you hate their guts. Maybe you're doing well, but overall the rest of the family's not. And you're just being a dick and you pulled out all that money. I don't know. It's we'll probably never hear a follow-up on this, but it sounds like the guy was just being a dick and hated his family for some fucking reason. And he pulled out $200,000. That seems a little, 
feel like that you can't take that much out at one time. But I don't know. I don't know enough about banking, so I'd, I'd have to go find a banker and ask them. A waitress has been fired from a restaurant in Japan after allegedly creating a cocktail with her own blood at the request of a paying customer. What kind of sick fuck goes? I I I need a drink. I'll, I'll take a Bloody Mary. And could you make it real? You're like, what are you with real blood? Absolutely. Got a big hankering for some blood. What blood, what blood type are you? I just think that's disgusting. And I know there's people that do this. And it's not a healthy thing to do. Okay? The wait staff dress in gothic attire at this place. They, so they wear dark clothing. They wear, like, kind of whitish makeup. And they they try to portray that they have, they're slightly mentally unstable. They've got they're problematic type of people. That's according to the restaurant. That's part of their gimmick. The restaurant closed down the business for a day to replace all of the contaminated glasses and dump any potential tainted bottles of alcohol. God, I'd be so pissed if I worked there. Be like, really? I get it. We're goth. But you know what? You got to be clean and smart about it. Be like, oh, man, my life sucks. Can you put blood in there? Ew, gross. Sick disgusting now here's the thing there's a lot of people that are like what's the big deal it's blood i drink my own blood i got an owie cases of people getting infected from drinking another person's blood are rare but major diseases can be transmitted through blood including hiv hepatitis c hepatitis b and syphilis if there are wounds in the mouth it is easy to be infected by blood transmissions Okay, here, here, let's let's play a little role-playing game real quick. You're the wife. Hi. Could you explain to me, honey, how my faithful husband got syphilis? Then then me, I'm the husband, I'll be like, I love Bloody Marys. <laughs> Am I right? I have five. Anyway, I like to drink blood. It's so gross. What a dumb way to get a disease if you got one. I'm not saying that this guy's going to get one, but could you imagine how'd you get syphilis or how did you get HIV or hepatitis? Well, I went to a restaurant and I ordered an alcoholic drink, cranberry vodka, love it. And then I asked the waitress to, you know, squirt some of her own blood in there. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Anyway, so gross. Don't do that. Hey, we got more headlines coming your way, but first, Baseball's back, and the push for the postseason for hockey and hoops, it's on like Donkey Kong. So make it all count this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports Colorado is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money. With Superbook Sports, visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, we got a quick update on a story we did maybe two, two episodes ago. We saw that the Milwaukee Brewers were extending their beer sales into the end of the eighth inning versus the end of the seventh inning. Why? It's because they installed the pitch clock with the Major League Baseball and and 
What it's doing is it's shortening games by about 45 minutes, give or take. Okay? So people are like, I need my booze. Okay? So they're like, we'll just we'll just stretch it out. It's As far as time goes, physical time, that's going to be the exact same amount as what it was before. But we're just now, it, it's at the end of the eighth inning because games are going so much faster. So what happened? The Rockies, Colorado Rockies, decided, you know what? We need to join it, and we're going to do the same thing. So the Colorado Rockies at Coors Field, they are now selling beer into the eighth inning. And what I discussed the other day, I'll hit on it real quick, is, listen, I'm not going to protest this. I'm not. I get it. We, we are all adults. We should be more responsible with how we consume alcohol and what we do after we consume alcohol. But I live in reality, and not everybody does that, myself included. You know, apparently it's wrong to pee on an electric fence when you're drunk or when you're sober. Don't do that. Don't do it. Oh, shit, man. Look at Scott. He is lighting up like Fourth of July. <laughs> anyway, uh, my, I, my, my one pushback on this is the games are going so quick now. As far as fan safety goes, you're really kind of just poo-pooing it and saying, yeah, it's fine. Because now, like we were saying, games are going so much quicker, so you're extending the amount of, of time that they can consume alcohol, and then the rest of the game, that ninth inning, because if you're doing it to the end of the, the eighth inning, there's a good chance that, you know, the Rockies suck, so the game could be done before before he even gets to the bottom of the, the ninth. And next thing you know, 10 minutes later, after you just slammed like another beer, you got to walk, stumble out of the fucking stadium and get in your car. You shouldn't be drinking and driving. That's what fucking morons do, but everybody does it. Not everybody. There's a lot of people that do it. But but you see what I'm saying? So it's it's not very responsible. It's just them going, hey, we're losing out on liquor sales, so let's push it back an extra an extra inning. I get it from a business stand, standpoint. I get it. I do. But it's not really taking into consideration what, you, you know, is in the best interest of people's uh, overall well-being and, and health. Let me know your thoughts on that. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com or at DeHuffPodcast. I, I feel like if nobody did anything, if the Brewers wouldn't have changed this, eventually we would have all been fine with it. It's just the initial shock of, ah, <laughs> I can't, you know, drink as long. I'm usually here for three hours or three and a half hours. And by, by the third hour, as that starts, then my booze gets cut off. But I'm here now at like two, two hours, 15 minutes is when my booze gets cut off or some shit like that. So it's like, come on, man. Is it really that big of a deal? If, if, if they never would have changed this across the board, or for all these teams, I don't think I think eventually people would have just got used to it. But that being said, in a related note, a drunk guy tackled Dinger, the Colorado Rockies mascot, on Monday night, and I asked 
because it was funny, all these articles written about it, whether it was here locally or even in the New York Post, they're just all copy-pasting essentially the same shit. But nobody mentioned what time during the game it occurred. And it was, according to Thomas on Twitter, he said it happened in the seventh inning stretch. Okay, this is a good note. Seventh inning stretch. So add another inning and a half to that, and people will be even more intoxicated. Now, that being said, it's one person making a dumb mistake, right? One person. But that one person can fuck it up for everybody else. What a fucking moron. (laughs) Don't tackle a mascot in the first place. Not a good idea. It's just not necessary. What did you get out of that? Now you're going to be banned from the stadium. You should be banned forever, in all honesty. Let's... I, I hate to say that, but if you're going to do something stupid like that, what if, what if you would have accidentally snapped Dinger's leg? How fucking annoying would that be and fucked up? Or what if you hurt somebody else while you're trying to do that? What if you got hurt? God, man, so stupid. All Dinger was doing was dancing on the fucking dugout. And I know a lot of people hate Dinger because he's a purple dinosaur and they associate him with Barney and everybody hates Barney. Okay. That's that's the problem with Dinger. Dinger didn't do anything. He's just him, okay? We just hate him. We put him in a category as same as Barney. And we all hate Barney, right? Don't be the idiot that, that ruins it for everybody else. Because eventually, the news organizations are going to start putting these two stories together. And they're going to stretch it out. Should the Dinger tackling incident affect beer sales moving forward? No, because it's the middle of the seventh inning, and it's essentially an isolated incident. But you guys know how the media works. Is they're going to stretch this out once they start piecing it together, and there's going to be a few loud mouths out there that are going to be like, you know, they want to extend to the end of the eighth inning when... Just the other day, the Colorado Rockies mascot was almost killed. You know, it's like, dude, no, that's not what happened. He was tackled. Almost broke broke free from the tackle, too. But he just didn't have the guts and determination. So I'm not going to protest that they're extending to the end of the eighth inning. Does it make sense? No, it doesn't from a human being perspective. From a money perspective, I understand completely why, why they're doing it. They're like, well, people want their booze. But what will be interesting to see is what happens after the fact. Is Are there going to be more issues from leaving the game? Are there, is there going to be violence in the stands? Is there going to be violence in, in the parking lot? Are people going to be getting in accidents? I don't see that happening. I mean, time will tell, but there's going to be a microscope on this situation across all the teams that are doing this. And having somebody who, by the way, the tackler of Dinger looks exactly like Ellen DeGeneres. At least that's the picture and the angle that they took of him. They got a clear fucking photo of this dude. And that dude looks so much like Ellen DeGeneres, it's crazy. (laughs) 
It's crazy. Like that. That's where that bitch be. Oh man, she got kicked off her show, and now she's like tackling mascots. <laughs> She had her Modella in hand, and she's like, Ooh, I'm fucked up. Where's Portia? Fuck it. Let me go tackle Dinger. <laughs> Ellen? No. No. <laughs> she is a handful. Anyway. Uh, yeah, hopefully this doesn't ruin it for anybody else, but I, I imagine this is just going to be an isolated incident. But you also have, and, and this alcohol wasn't even... Uh, murmured in the story from what a week ago when that guy jumped on the field to propose to his girlfriend but it's just you hate to see people doing more and more things like this that are just they want their two seconds of fame because they know everybody has a camera so that that's frustrating that's worrisome but ultimately it i i'm i'm very mixed on the alcohol extension thing but the Rockies are doing it, so like I said, time will tell. Don't be a dickhead out there and start doing stupid shit like this. Please, God. I I just don't understand what, what's your objective other than tackling Dinger. What's the point? It, the point is he just wants to get his uh, few seconds of fame. And it's like, is it worth it? You're never going to be allowed to go to a Rockies game. <laughs> what am I kidding? What am I saying? Uh, who wants to go to, I do want to go to the Rockies game though. I don't care how good or bad they are. I just want to go with my kids and just hang out and eat some good food and throw out the first pitch Rockies. Okay. I'll protect Dinger. Dinger. I will. Oh, Dinger. Can we do a video where I like protect you? And I hold you like, uh, Kevin Costner holds Whitney Houston. And I'm like carrying Dinger, like away from the, the chaos of some crazy fans that are drunk in the stands. And they're trying to tackle him, and I just pick him up, put him in my arms, and he rests his giant noggin on my my shoulder, and I'm like, and I can barely see. And I'm, and then Whitney Houston's song starts blaring over to the loudspeakers at Coors Field, and I'm carrying him, and then he's just like snuggled up, and I, and I, then I trip. I'm like, fuck, dude, how much do you weigh? And then he gets mad at me. Then we break up. It's a whole thing with that guy. <laughs> I think, ah, man, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, shoot. I know what I need to do. You guys ready? Buckle up. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> All right, so on Twitter yesterday, I, I said, hey, if you want to join the podcast, let it rip, blah, blah, blah. Let me know whatever you want to talk about. This is this comes in from Ramon. Ramon says, I'd love to join. My question, I have a theory that it's not a lie if it is, slash was, slash or will be true. Does my argument hold water? I think it's true. <laughs> Sounds like something from a Dr. Seuss book. If it is, I have no idea. But let me go through this real quick. You're saying it's not a lie if it is true. Well, check. Yes, that's that's correct. It's not a lie because it's true. If it was true, well, if it was true, it is true. 
So, yes, it's true. Or will be true. Well, that's the only hiccup you have in your argument. The reason why is you cannot predict what's going to be true. You can have a good guesstimation of what's going to be truth, but ultimately, without knowing, without, basically, I could say I, it's going to be true that I write my name on this piece of paper, okay? But there is potential for failure in that. Why? I could be interrupted by something that allows me or hinders me from signing my name or whatever, okay? So that is the only problem. So that is the only false in that equation. Boom. I just I felt kind of smart, guys, when I said that. <laughs> because I, I think ultimately... You could say it's go it's true that the sun's gonna come up tomorrow. Cause he's saying will be true. Yes, but eventually that's gonna be false. But if, I guess if you're saying it it depends on the situation. But is and was will always be true. If you're high right now, you're just you're gonna be thinking about that conversation way too long. You're gonna be like be like two hours later to be like, wait, 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 wait. But will be true <laughs> is this. You're like, oh my God. It just depends on the what will be true is. What is it? Depends. There's going to be certain categories of, yes, that's true. But then there's going to be some that it will be like, well, no, you can't guarantee that. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Ramon. Ramon, were you uh, were you high when you wrote that? He's like, <laughs> as he's tweeting. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, uh, I guess I could do this as rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Anyway, escaped hippo once belonging to Pablo Escobar was killed in a horrific highway crash by an SUV. So apparently it escaped, jumped on the highway, and was just like running around trying to find its freedom. Could you imagine seeing that shit? Oh my God, that would be scary. One, if you were the uh, the SUV that ran into it. it the, by the way, the hippo died from the impact. But imagine just being near that. And especially if you have kids, they're like, Mommy, it's a hippo. Oh, it's so, they're fast. Whack. Mommy, the hippo's dead. <laughs> oh, God. It's looking at me. Its head's resting on, on the our pickup truck. Fuck. Uh, that would be scary, especially if you had a small vehicle and you ran into it. Uh, even, regardless of the size of your vehicle, it's going to be bad if you run into a fucking uh, a hippopotamus. But what sad, what sad was... I was sitting there thinking, like, oh, that'd be horrific. Like, especially if you have a small car. Like, I drive a Honda Accord. If I run into that, it's going to kill me. SUV, SUV, you have more of a shot, right? Or a pickup truck, you got more of a shot of survival. But if you're driving a moped southbound on I-25 <laughs> and the hippopotamus is, is running southbound on I-25, you're not paying attention. You shouldn't even be on the highway in a moped, right? 
because those things don't even go up to 55. I'm pretty sure it's probably not a smart idea. You're already living life on the edge. You're one, you're riding a moped and two, you're on the highway, which I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to be. You're, you're maxed out at 45 miles an hour cruising down I-25. You're thinking nobody's going to catch you. And next thing you know, you're, you're distracted by something uh, on, on the northbound lanes. Then you quickly turn back to look southbound because that's the direction you're headed. And then, boom, next thing you know, you're inside the hippo because you just rear-ended that hippo. And while you're in there, you know, you might as well check for bowel abnormalities in there. <laughs> Ooh, this is a bump. This probably needs to be checked out. Oh, my God, you just gave a hippo a a moped enema. (laughs) That's so fucked up. But anything that runs into a hippo is going to be fucked up. Anything. You could have a semi and you hit a a, a hippo and your semi is going to be fucked. I see people that run into elk or moose or even deer and it just fucks up the car. And it, oh, that's, that's horrific. Astronomers, God, I can't speak all of a sudden. Astronomers, Scott, you never can speak. Astronomers detect five fast radio bursts from over 4 billion light years away. What do you want me to do with that, guys? All I see is this on, on like, multiple head, uh, excuse me, (laughs) websites. Jesus Christ, I can't speak. Can't think either. I've been dropped on my head. Anyway. So what do you want me to do with that? There's nothing I can do with that. To be honest, if aliens are going to come, they're going to come. And we know, I was going to say a dirty joke, but I'm not going to. I'll let you do that for me. I'm waiting. (laughs) All over the face? (laughs) Okay. And the back, too? You guys are gross. Anyway, Uh, I've told you my theory that the clusterfuck of madness theory is if we ever do actually have uh, an encounter that is documented and everybody's aware of, if we have an encounter with extraterrestrial life, the clusterfuck of madness theory comes into play, and that is that no matter what, we will make it a clusterfuck, and we, as the human race, will screw it up and ruin any potential positive relationship with extraterrestrial life. That's what's going to happen if it ever becomes a public, publicly known encounter. If we ever get to the point where all of a sudden they're like, guys, everybody, even the doubters, can't help but go, yeah, it's true. Aliens are a thing. They are a thing. I mean, even when we get to that point, it's just like, I just... I don't know what to do with that information anymore. I, it, it's interesting to think about how we would react as a society, but ultimately I, I just, I don't want to spend too much time mentally on it because it's like, then what? They, they We know that they exist. Then what? Remember those uh, fucking balloons that they were shooting down like a month ago? What if one of those was an actual extraterrestrial life thing then what then what nobody's gonna find out and if it was then we fucked up then my my theory is correct that somebody fucked it up by shooting it down 
I don't think that's the case. I think if anything, the one, the first one was the spy balloon from China, which got all the way across the United States. Then we're like, hey, let's shoot it down after it did its job and relayed all its information back to China. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. It literally was done and it was ready to self-destruct or whatever it was going to do. Just drop in the ocean and just be be one with the ocean. What we did was just essentially irrelevant. <laughs> All the other ones, probably legit weather balloons. That from somebody's backyard, you know, they, they got a kit and they put it together or some shit like that. Or I believe one was from the University of Michigan or something like that that they believe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the thing is, is going back to it, it's just like, what are we doing with this information if if it is true? There, I don't I don't want to get overhyped about it. I know there's so many people that, that make a living on talking about extraterrestrial life, but it's just like, at the end of the day, what does it fucking matter? Our shit is so dysfunctional right now. Unless there's an opportunity for us to actually to combine forces with extraterrestrial life and become a better society for it. I mean, then other, other than that, that's like, then wh who fucking cares? It, it's kind of sad. And then like, then, then my theory is that we'll still fuck it up because we fuck up everything. We, we, oh, we overreact to, to everything. Toilet paper, COVID. Am I right? We overreacted to that. How do you think we're going to react? If all of a sudden uh, aliens are real, people are going to be going outside with pitch, pitchforks and lanterns and chasing these things down, shooting at the sky. You, you said something funny. You must be an alien. No, sir. He's a doctor. He's he's educated. He's saying he could give me drugs and medicine to make my, my pain go away. He must be a fucking alien. No, he's not. You dumbass. <laughs> This Bud Light made me gay. No, sir, it didn't. You dumbass. <laughs> People are so dumb. Anyway. Anyway. <sighs> I don't know anymore. I, I get irritated. I watch that that it's on social media. On, on YouTube and Facebook, probably everywhere else too, but Slapped Ham, it's a good one for paranormal activity. I like watching it because every now and then I see something on there. I'm like, this is interesting. I don't know what it is. But real quick, so like when it comes to ghosts and stuff like that, like most of it, I could see how you could fake it. There's ones where I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure. But like I, I look at, it's always these videos, by the way, that they're not in 4K. They're never in, like, super clear video. And I'm seeing these, like, drawers open, cabinets open, and, and chairs move type of shit. And I'm like, it's grainy 7, what is it, 720 is for the pixels or whatever. And, I'm like, you could easily have a string attached to it and, and pulling that. And nobody know. Because it's so grainy, nobody could tell. And then you get all your clicks on that. You get all your views on that. And people are like, wow, this is fantastic. It's a real ghost. What are... So it's, I have a hard time with some of those things. I do like it when, when there's things that I just can't wrap my head around and be like, I don't know how you would fake that. But going back to the, the UFO shit, it's like I, I 
I've noticed lately, I just fast forward through that shit. I just fast forward because I'm like, that's stuff. It's so easy to fake shit nowadays. And it's like, I don't, I don't care anymore about UFOs right now. <laughs> I don't. Unless there's more information that comes about, I just don't. I just, I just don't believe anything anymore. That I go through these stages, guys, when it comes to ghosts and, and it pisses my wife off. But whether it's ghosts and aliens, stuff like that, like I go, I go in waves, like where I do believe it. And then there's plenty of times where I don't believe it. Bugs the shit out of my wife. The other day, she's like, something happened. She's like, maybe the ghost did it. I was like, no, probably one of us did it. And she's like, you always do that. You always go all naysayer when it comes to the ghost. You won't admit it. But there is something through here. Like, there might be. I don't know. But until I see something just glaring and I can't argue with it, then I'm like, eh. Eh. Listen, if it's a succubus, come on. Hit me up. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. The succubuses are the ones that like seduce men in their sleep and then like drain their their energies while they like they fuck them. Oh, one could be so lucky. <laughs> Again, this ends on a joke that my wife will hate. Is that going to be a new thing for me? I just end it with jokes that my wife will hate. <laughs> Brought to you by. Superbook Sports Colorado. <laughs> Download the app now on your app store. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you could, give it a nice review. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. I got a busy weekend coming up here at the DeHuff household. We're celebrating my brother, my brothers, my son's 10-year uh, birthday. He's going double digits. That's going to be fun. His birthday's not till actually next week, but we're celebrating this week. But we're going to go out and about with one of his friends, and we're just going to go, you know, go-kart racing and do some cool stuff. It'll be a lot of fun. Can't wait. So hopefully I have some good stories for you on Monday of this next week. But have a great, safe weekend. Uh, you know, be kind to others. Don't be a dick. And, yeah, we'll be good to go. <laughs> I don't know what else I was going to say. I was going to say something inappropriate. But you know me. I am a clean-minded son of a bitch. Anyway, have a great weekend. Have a great day. Hopefully you smiled a little bit in this episode. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.